hello, welcome along to a brand new episode of Baffled. It's your favourite fact podcast. Thank you for coming back. My name's Dan. We've got nine facts for you. I've got three of them. Today, I've got something about how elephants hear differently to you and me. Also, about a polar bear jail uh, and someone who has been smited. That's on my end. Connor is also here. What you got for us, Con? So I've got three facts for you today. One about otters and sleeping. It's a very cute fact. You've got to enjoy it. Another one about if you're trying to make a bit of money, then you might as well just join a girl band. Pretty simple. And the final one's going to answer about a length of time that you may never know. (laughs) I enjoy that. Mark is also here. What have you got? Hey, right. For you today, I've got one about pirates, one about dinosaurs, Connor's favourite topic, and... What about a German word that I entirely relate with? So there you go, nine facts coming up for you. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Stay there. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I've discovered something recently. So if you give us a follow on our TikTok page... We're bringing you mostly a fact today, mostly. Sometimes it's a fact, you know, we're doing that well. I think we've all, we've all dropped off once or twice, which is fine. Uh, but I've learned something. I very rarely pay attention to the facts that everyone else gives on this show. Of course you do. And, and also my own facts. Uh, in, 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 in looking back on the facts that I've gone through over the last year to have something to chat about over on TikTok, we're at Baffled Pod on there, by the way. Um, oh, I'm looking through facts and I completely forgot. I'm looking through this. Oh, I didn't know that about Disney rock band and uh, the Beatles rock band and Nickelback. I didn't know that about Buzz Aldrin flying to the moon. I'm loving it. Like, it's a really nice, like, this does what it does, but it's really nice remembering them every day. Like, being, oh, a little quick, little TikTok hit of fact. Bam. Get that in your lug holes for the day. I'm really enjoying that. It's, it's, it's true. I mean, I'm kind of, kind of going back through the old shows and remembering random facts and... I mean, I'm loving it. I mean, unlike you, I do actually take them in at the time and I listen and I respect the other people on this podcast. But you know what, Dan? If you just want to take it from the TikTok, then fair enough. Yeah. And if you are taking it from the TikTok, which you're more than welcome to do at Baffled Pod over on TikTok, we also ask that you just press play on the podcast. And if you don't want to listen, turn it all the way down. We could do with those numbers. Uh, Connor, you've been strangely quiet so far. I'm assuming it's because you're thinking long and hard about your facts. Give us your first one of the show. Yeah, I was I was just let, letting you guys do your thing. I was just reading my own fact back to me thinking, yeah, these are some good facts today. So I'm going to go in with the otter one because I like it. Um, otters. We love otters. They're cute. Everybody loves a good otter. Did you know that when they sleep um, in their dens or above the ground or also sleep in the water as well, 
Um, they lay on their backs when they're in the water um, on the surface of it and make sure they're always holding hands so they don't drift too far away from each other. These animal facts are always... I th- like. I think you could find any animal and find a curious fact about their sleeping arrangements. Like there's always yeah. there's always something yeah. that pops up. Like I'd heard a similar fact before. It must be with otters, but like there's another creature that might hold hands while it sleeps. Um, but it's really it's really cute with the otters. It's like it's, it's cute. They're very cute anyway, and then they're sort of sitting there. They've got their little arms joined and little cosy and. Yeah, and they do it so that one of them doesn't drift away. Can you imagine it? You wake up and your missus is halfway down the stream. You'd be like, yeah, should have held her hand, shouldn't I? I want my space. You'd wake up and you're like, who was meant to hold Nigel's hand? Come on, boys. Yeah. He's not here this morning. Who yeah. f- up? Right, so <laughs> um, firstly, there ain't there ain't an otter being called Nigel. Let me say, if there is, I mean, that is, I've, that is... I've a- met many otters in my life. Couldn't put a number on it. It's probably zero, but I've met many otters and at least half of them were called Nigel. It's, I think it's a flawed logic here because what happens if you both float away? Like if you're both sleeping, then it's kind of irrelevant because you're both, you're both, you're both drifting off. And also where are you drifting off from where? You're in the sea. If, if, you, don't, if you don't like sleeping in the sea because you're worried you'll drift off, sleep in a, in a den or something. Get a bed. Get a, get a room, otters. Is there one of them that's like rather than holding on to another otter is holding on to a tree or holding on to a rock or like something to keep him anchored? Is there the anchor man? No, no I, I think I think they, they, they sleep in. So it says here the word kelp strands. So I believe the idea is that they do actually try to like sleep in in lengths. So you might not just get one or two. You may get like 10 or 11 otters. I think they're probably doing it as well because say one starts drifting, it's likely that maybe one of the other five that are holding the hands of the drifting one may wake up and be like, oh, we need to save him. Whereas, you know, if you're on your own, you know what it's like. If you're on your own, you've been out on the beers the night before and you're in a deep sleep and you're drifting, you're a goner, mate. You know, you're, 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 you're adios amigo. Yeah, I mean, if an, off, if an otter's been boozing as well, we've we, we got a big problem there. Yeah, exactly. I've heard about the, the otters as well. They're, they're heavy ones, mate. Uh, uh, Mark, why don't you ask Nigel? He'll probably tell us. I haven't seen Nigel in a while, I'll be honest. He's kind of, he's ghosting me a bit. Me and him used to be great mates, and then one night he went out on the lash. Not seen him since. I tell you what, there was a second there, Mark. I think he floated away downstream. Yeah, you didn't need to say that. We, we got the idea. Um, there, was, there was a moment there where you were getting into some story about an otter, and I was like, oh, what's he doing? But actually, you saved it with a nice little callback there, so well done. Four marks for Mark's gags today. Mark, give us your first fact of the show. The world's most successful pirate is probably one you've never heard of. So it was uh, a 19th century Chinese pirate called Ching Shi who was the most successful pirate. And she was a former sex worker and widow of fearsome pirate Cheng Ai. So uh, it's firstly most surprised well let's be honest we're not very surprised that a woman did the job better than any man did but it was a woman pirate who is the most successful pirate of all time uh she got into piracy when uh her husband met her married her because of her former sex working background they went the secrets you learn are going to be very handy in you know getting a little bit one over on someone when he then died she then took over and she commanded 1,800 pirate ships and 80,000 men. To put it in comparison, Blackbeard, we've all heard of Blackbeard, right? He had four ships and 300 pirates. Shang-Chi, 1,800 pirate ships 
and eighty thousand men. Give me, give me some dates. Where, when was she ruling the oceans? Uh, the nice, the early nineteenth century. So eighteen hundreds. Eighteen hundreds. Yeah. So she married her husband in eighteen oh one. Okay, so similar. I think that's similar sort so of time very to um, when Blackbeard was around. So I think Blackbeard maybe died in eighteen fifteen, something like that. The, similar. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. I wonder what they dressed like. Because we see a lot of pirates, pirate gear and garb in films and stuff. Very obviously westernised pirates. But if these were kind of eastern pirates, I wonder I wonder what they wore. Like, I wonder if there was any differences in the way their ships looked and stuff. I, quite, I like that. Quite possibly. I don't know. I, I, I would love to give you an answer to that, but my research has not gone quite that far. What's her uh, name? Maybe that's next week. Maybe next week. Uh, Ching Shi. So C-H-I-N-G. And then a new word. S H I H. Is is this is this fact basically you know a, a fact just describing who the most famous pirate is you know so it's just the most successful. Yes, essentially, pirate. yeah. Well, essentially, right. Well, well, so, well grasped there, Connor. So essentially, it's like going like you know the most famous musician is, and then that's the fact. No, because it's not like that, is it? Because the thing is, is is you wouldn't have in the tease. Hey, who do you think the most famous pirate is? If you ask that to Joe Public on the street, I imagine less than one percent of them are going to say, "Oh, you know what? It was a Chinese lady." You know what I mean? That that's the fact. It's it's the element of surprise, the twist and pull there, Con. I think also nine. Yeah. When you tell me about the surprise, it changes it. I'm like, oh, whoa. I mean, oh. I think 99.9% would have expected it to be a man, for one. And the oh, yeah. fact that it is a Chinese pirate who you will just never have heard of. You've heard of the, all the great pirates like Blackbeard, but none of them anywhere near as successful. You've heard of all the great pirates. The S was the biggest bit on that, like Blackbeard. Name me three more, please, Mark. Okay, Jack Sparrow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Captain Pugwash. And... Seaman yeah. um, Stones. Yeah, there we go. Nice. Yeah, there we go. We done it. My first fact of the show, it's short and sweet. Elephants hear through their feet. They have such big ears, though. What are the ears for? Fantastic point. Yeah, why? What's the point? So, I mean, I would imagine that one of the big things about the ears, Mark, is to get rid of heat. Where they live, it's very hot. They need big surface area to get rid of heat. But they can feel vibrations coming from all around for up to 20 miles so when a mum elephant is maybe kicking off at, i don't know like a hyena or a lion that's encroaching on her cubs she's not always doing it just to get rid of the threat she's also doing it to warn the elephants that are miles away hang about tune in your old foot here and aid listen to this there'll be lions about so it's the use of vibrations sound vibrations really I'm picking up good vibrations. She's yeah, giving me yeah. the excitations. Ooh, ba, ba. Is that what the Beach Boy song good was actually about? Was it about elephants in a zoo? Uh, yeah, it's actually it was actually written by an elephant. I guess it makes sense, doesn't it, that an elephant hears through their feet in a way like it, you'd never guess it. But then, in, it, like, it, in, in what way usually, does it make sense? In no, what in, way does the elephant with ginormous ears? Do you look at it and go, eh, it "Makes sense. It hears through its feet." Like, the fact that, yeah, it's not hearing through its ears is strange, yes. But as in, the fact that the vibrations through the feet allow it to hear makes sense to me. That that makes yeah, sense under, to me. Sound vibrations. They can detect stress. So that, that's what they're doing. So they're kind of feeling the tremors and they're feeling how that means, uh, how an elephant's feeling, you know, as I said, up, to, up to 20 miles away. No, but you're right. I mean, if you're mm. not going to use your ears, it makes sense that it's from the feet. The feet, the feet are pretty incredible, like... 
a very quick way to get into the bloodstream. So you know when you're ill or you need some mulberry soil or stuff, they say put it in your socks um, because that's a very quick way for it to get into your bloodstream and make you feel better. That's why you don't want to go to bed with cold socks on because it'll make you feel pretty ill. Have you got any other questions mm. about feet, Connor? No, I hate feet. I mean, it's better than your foot fat last week. Uh, what's, yeah. What was my foot fat last week? That 25% of bones are in your foot. <laughs> Great fat. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I've remembered it, so it's obviously, you know, there's, there's <laughs> yeah. stuck up here in the noggin. <laughs> what did but, I say yeah. there? I don't even remember that. Um, also, I, like, people who hate feet are weird. Like, I don't get it. I don't get uh, people's random aversion to, to two things that the majority of people have. Why does suddenly they don't like them? Like, I don't get that. Feet aren't nice, aren't they? Like, it's not really... It's, like. You don't really ever look and go, hmm, love a foot or fancy a foot. It's just, it's just, ugh, just what's the, you know. I think you'll find there are some people out there on the internet who look at a feet and that's exactly what they think. Yeah. They think, Pfft. Yeah. It's time for our second set of facts of the show. Connor, you've been, I want to say, I, I, like we don't give people scores, but you're, you, you're, you are, you're a bit zenned out today, mate. I feel like you're a bit kind of cotched. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel a bit whew, today. I feel like a bit, you know, you know, like when you come in and your mind is racing. It's one of those ones. So I'm, I'm, I'm filtering the facts and I'm trying to work out the best ones in order for today. But this one's coming in at second because I like this one. Um, so the Pussycat Dolls, you know, great band for many reasons. If you, you know, if you, if you're into your women as well, then there's lots of things that the Pussycat Dolls used to do that you'd enjoy. Um, did you know that Nicole Scherzinger? sang 95% of the vocals for the band Studio and Live. So please tell me, what was the point in the other four? Easy, easy money. I think you alluded to it before. Easy money. 95% though, that is absolutely mental, isn't it? Like when you think about it, Studio and Live performances and Nicole Scherzinger has got 95% of the vocals covered. The other four are what? A little line here or there? A little line and... It's basically Nicole Scherzinger and her sexy backing dancers. That exactly. is what Pussycat Dolls is. So I was, yeah, pretty much. Th- but this this does not surprise me. As in the, the, the amount, like 95%, okay, that, that's a, it's an interesting figure. doesn't surprise me. Um, as a 90s child, grew up loving, like, you know, those kinds of pop bands. So I realised the other day the boy zone was pretty much all Ronan Keating. And uh, something that will no doubt boost my street cred a lot. I was listening to, I was listening to S Club 7 the other day. And I realised that um, Bradley and Joe are the only people that sing. The rest of them don't do anything. So, hey, here's, no. you're listening to Baffled They're this week. Just there. Here's your homework. Go and listen to an S Club 7 track. Uh, I'll, re- I'll recommend Bring It All Back. And you will be surprised that it's completely different to how you remember. It's only Joe and it's only Bradley. I Here's a fact for you. Here's a little curveball for the show. I don't like throwing out slanderous sl- slings. I don't like Nicole Scherzinger. Mm, yeah, I, I mean... Th- I, do, I do think I she is a tad overrated. But equally, to have the success that she had while carrying six other members of the... Of the band, or is that how many there were? Six, no, it's five overall, five overall. So, f- so four of them is like, and like, so four of them. She's an incredible singer. There's a video online on YouTube of her doing the Phantom of the Opera, and I mean, her voice could break a glass. The the, the, the notes that she manages to reach, it is unreal. I just, she's just one of those people that just mm, like, mm. like, like, will I Bunch am a little you. bit, just annoy me, you know what I mean? I think, that, yeah, no, I, I quite like, like, I. I, it, it, Nicole Scherzinger sits in the category for me of, of a lot of these sort of ex-band members where it's sort of like, I don't really know like what they're doing anymore, to be honest with you. Like, she's done a bit of X Factor, a bit like Cheryl Carl, and 
it's just, it's, it's just a bit of a nothing. You could they'd literally if they disappeared off the face of the earth, you wouldn't really know, wouldn't you? But they're just so famous because of what they once done. It's one of those situations for me, I think. Just these people that the, the, there are a lot of people who are on telly for the sake of being on telly, aren't there? Once you get to a once you get to a level of celeb, then you just have to maintain that. You don't have to get bigger. You just have to maintain that by being on TV enough. I feel that's what a lot of these people do. Have you not just noticed there's like a sort of a conveyor belt of the of the bands? It's sort of like like it seems to be like you have the bands and then you have the ones that hit the big time, like the Pussycat Dolls, the Girls Aloud, the One Directions, blah, blah, blah. Then they break up. Then they go off and they do their little singles, their solo stuff. Some of them boom. And then some of them end up just being judges on X Factor. That's pretty much the options, isn't it? And then in five years time, they'll all realise they've run out of money and they'll do a reunion tour. Going, oh, we always planned to get back together. No, you didn't. You're broke. That's what's happened here. You've gone to put a new kitchen in, looked in the kitty, realised nothing's there. You've gone back on tour. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd, 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 I, we can slag it off as much as we want. I'd love a cut of that action. Oh, I'd love, I'd love, I'd love, I'd love doing the old. Circuit. Which one of the three of us do you reckon would be the sing- like would be the singer, while the other two are just the eye candy in the back? The decision rests, Your Honor. The jury have made up their mind. Um, but also, imagine. I'd like to hear the decision. I'd like to hear the decision. Please go forward. I, I, I do about ninety-five percent of the talking on this podcast, so it's probably me. And in fairness, if it's just eye candy in the back, what's the point of having Dan? No, you just replace him. Right? Yeah. If he was can you imagine a band? Can you imagine a band with Dan as the front man? It would be an instant failure. Yeah, I mean re- reunions. It's re- reunions. I mean Oasis. They're they're on a billion pounds at the minute. It's a billion pound offer that they've had per per. You know, like a billion just quid. Let it lie, and, and Noel Gallagher's Noel Gallagher's still saying no. But like, there's money. Like, wasn't ABBA like a billion pound comeback tour? Like, you know. You'd be doing it, wouldn't you? I'm telling you that now. I'd be like, yep, I don't care if I hate them all. I don't care if we sound sh-. I don't care if I'm old and out of tune. This reunion is happening right now. Liam Gallagher pretty much does the Oasis reunion now by himself. It's just without Noel no, Gallagher. No, that's the other way around. No, Liam's music's unbelievable, mate. Yeah, it's as like in it's very good. coming out of his eyes. It's very good, but as in when he sings live, having seen him live a couple of times, I mean, it, it's like it's like watching Oasis, you know? It, it's yeah. songs sound vaguely similar. It's just no, 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 Noel Gallagher. Right, I mean, cobbled together some ending out of all that. Here we go. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. Now, I just want to settle a really contentious point before we get into this fact. Connor, how did the dinosaurs die? Big Bang. The asteroid impact, right? Yeah, pretty much. But we call it the Big Bang. It makes it sound more exciting. I mean, it also makes it sound like the start of the universe, but sure. Um... Just, I just want to get out of the way that they didn't die because they stopped finding each other sexy. Because that asteroid which impacted the Earth and killed off the dinosaurs gave birth to tropical rainforests. So the Amazon rainforest was created when the dinosaurs died. I really enjoyed this fact. Um, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to see where we're going to go with it, I'll be honest. So let's, let's chuck the bomb out there. Connor, what questions you got? You're, you're a notable dinosaur fan. Uh, you had the Connor Explained episodes a couple of months ago where you were explaining all about the dinosaurs to us. So I, I feel that you are our best man on the job to ask questions about this. Do you know what, right? I think, I think let's not... This, this, this is one of those facts where you have to tread lightly, right? Because it's a great fact. It's a very good fact. But there isn't anywhere to go with it. Like, it's a good fact. I never knew that. And it's really interesting. That interests me. I'm kind of like, oh, I never knew that. That's kind of cool. But I have absolutely nothing to say to it other than just a... It's a, it's a light one. You know, you have, you're having a sip of your beer. Mark says it to you at the pub and you go, oh, that's a good one. Dave, how's the kids? Really? Yeah. You, like, no. Yeah, I, I'm, no. Not, I'm not really... No, I'm not saying... No, it's in. It's good. 
it's a good fact. I like it a lot. It's not nonsense. It's brilliant. I never knew that. That's kind of blowing my mind a little bit because I think that's kind of cool. But I really this, got much see, to say. This, this is what I like when you kind of, if you go back and listen to old episodes of Baffled, I feel like now we're at episode 60 something or whatever, a year in, Connor's mind has opened. Because if this was a year ago, Connor would have sat here and gone, how do they know? No one was alive before to tell you what it looked like. And no one, like, what did they do? Tell someone who told someone who told someone who told someone? Absolutely not. F*** off, it's all bullshit. That's where we'd have been a year ago. So I'm proud of you, Connor. There's a lot of Thank growth you. here. In I, do, I do wonder, though, like, and you might be able to tidy this one up for me, but the, uh, uh, when the, the dinosaurs went extinct, of course, there was no humans on Earth, wasn't there? There was no people like us at that time. Am I right? Yeah, right, exactly. So when it happens and the Amazon rainforest forms... How do we know that for sure, though? Is that, like, how do they actually work that stuff out? That's what kind of blows my mind. How do they know, right, that asteroid happened, and because of that asteroid, the Amazon rainforest appeared? Like, how can they pinpoint that and know that exactly happened at that time? That's just what completely baffles me. It's all about... So, so they've used uh, fossils and fossil pollen and looking at different things like that that still exist so even though it you know wipes the dinosaurs out there's still you know just like there's fossils of dinosaur bones there's fossils of, of pollen and stuff like that, that they can look at and analyze. so i'm gonna ask the, the question that i feel we should have asked straight off the bat uh an asteroid hits the earth millions and millions of years ago how does that create the tropical rainforests that we have on the planet today well here's the thing so the the forest that we have today has a much thicker canopy over the top, which is why there is kind of the difference. And there's a few theories as to why this is. My first one is, or the first one is my favourite one, that basically dinosaurs just ate. They just ate and ate and ate and ate, which meant that there wasn't all that much uh, vegetation about because, you know, you had your dinosaurs with your long necks, didn't you? Like your giraffes, they were chewing away at the top of the trees. And that, plus them trampling on a lot of the um a lot of the plants they go past meant that plants didn't really grow in the lower levels however once all these trees got knocked out by the asteroid it meant that other plants the flowering plants could really come through at the bottom and that is how we now have the thicker more diverse rainforests than we had in the time of the dinosaurs Right, time for my second fact of the show. One of the scariest places in the world to live, they say, is Churchill. It's in Matoba, Canada. It's one of the most northernly habitated places on the planet. Now, the biggest threat there is polar bears. There are 800 of them lurking around the town during mating season when everyone's feeling a little bit randy. Uh, those numbers can go up to 10,000 polar bears. Polar bears are, are pretty aggressive animals. Now, when people spot a polar bear... They call a hotline number and they will take the polar bear to an actual polar bear jail, a proper prison for polar bears. It exists specifically for that purpose. I don't really know if there's anything about... Re I mean, obviously they're animals, so they're going to be nice to them. I don't know if it's about rehabilitation or any of that, but it is a holding facility, the world's only polar bear jail. You'll find it in Churchill, Matoba, Canada. Nice. I like, I like that, it, but also wouldn't want to be the person who's posted to that. No, um, they have a, so they have a tranquilizer. What, what are you doing today? Trying to get polar bears into jail. Um, so in the hotline, basically the people come and, and try to restrain the polar bear if he's being a bit too aggressive, and if that doesn't work, bam, tranquilizer goes in, polar bear gets dragged to the jail. That's it. 
Happens every year. 10,000 of them during mating season, by the way. That's busy. It's a lot of polar bears. It's a lot of polar bears. I like that. I like the fact they're looking after the polar bears as well. It's basically like a zoo, isn't it, in a way? It's, I get, but you're just not paying to go see them as such. You're just you're getting them getting, getting them looked after and getting them probably, hopefully, back to where they should be. When you say they get taken to a polar bear jail, talk me through this, because there's a, there's a couple of different thoughts going on in my mind. One is that it's a bit like taking them to a polar bear sex party where there's a lot of other polar bears and that's where they get, you know, get their freak on. Right. The other thought is it's a little bit like, you know, when he like when Connor would get arrested because he's too drunk and then he has to spend a night in the cells before they let him go the next morning. Is it like that where they're like, mate, you had a bit too much. Yeah. Here we go. Come in for the night and then they let him go the next day. Where well, are I we don't know. Scale? We're closer towards the last one. I don't know how long they are held there for in the detention center, but how it looks. If you imagine, I guess almost a few airport hangers that have been squeezed together. Then inside, it looks like I'm looking at a picture of it now. It's just rows of kind of brick wall cages where the polar bears are kept. And they're just there behind behind actual bars. They are there, as I'd imagine you would be in a cell when you've got to sleep off a, a big night. And it's like, yeah, you can go the next day. It's that, it's that kind of thing. They, it looks very jail-like. It's in your mind. Don't picture this as a zoo. This ain't a lovely day out. This is... It's a, it's a, it's a jail. Hmm. Bit horrible, really. Yeah, but they are very mean. Like they are very—I mean, mean. They need food, but you know, for for humans, like they they will eat people. Yeah, poor polar bears. Though. They don't deserve to be treated like that. Made me sad. This fact. Hi, I'm Vernon Kay, and I'm Holly Mackay, and we're here to tell you about our brand new podcast, Parenting Past the Pandemic, brought to you by Aviva. Yes, we're going to be delving into a whole heap of parenting topics from the generational gap to online safety. And some of the big topics which have come up through the pandemic, such as helping to manage our kids' anxieties and how we can affect the world they'll grow into. Parenting Past the Pandemic. Find it wherever you found this podcast. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees, promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner 3 days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Now, before we get into our last facts of the show, I know what you're thinking. When are these famous baffled awards happening? We promised you them. It will be a year of the show where we want to know what's the best fact, what's the worst fact, what's the fact that stayed with you, what's the fact that you might tell someone quickly over a pint, that kind of stuff. Did the dinosaurs die? Were they even real? These are things that we will discover in the inaugural baffled awards. Yet to come up with a nice, 
you know, Oscar-y name for them. But the Baffled Awards are happening next week on the show. Do us a favour. Uh, it's all down to you. Have your say. Keep an eye on our Instagram feed, at uh, BaffledPod there. We'll give you the chance to vote for facts that you've loved. And then next week, this time next Tuesday, we are going to do the inaugural Baffled Awards. Deciding which facts are truly nonsense after all. I am available for all of your corporate gigs. Uh, yes, at BaffledPod is where you need to go for that. Uh, and you can give us an email as well. Uh, anything that's floating around, info at baffledpod.com. And as I say, we are giving you a fact today over on TikTok at baffledpod there. Connor, what's your last fact of the show? Gents, do you know what a moment is? A moment like this? Where some people a moment. wait if you, a lifetime. If you say, there is a specific amount of time that a moment is, isn't there? Yeah, and I, I never knew this. See, when you're like, you know, I'll, I'll be a moment or I'll see you in a moment, there's actually a time that's that's be, that's been said as, as a moment, um, which a lot of people don't know about. So... Um, on average, a moment actually by history corresponds to 90 seconds. So a minute and a half. Um, a solar day can be divided into 24 hours of either equal or unequal lengths. The former being called natural or unquinoctical and the latter artificial. And that's where it comes from. It comes from that timing. Um, so a moment corresponds to 90 seconds. So next time someone says to you, I'm going to be a moment. Start your stopwatch, mate. Because I tell you, if they're not if they're not back within a minute and a half, you can boot off. You can boot oh, off. Yeah, I imagine it comes from the word momentum. I would imagine because they, momentum. They, yeah, they would have done everything by sundials back then. I was thinking about how you can apply this to day to day life in order to help you out. So, say for example, you're getting a car parking ticket. Yeah, you're getting a parking ticket right now, and you, you, your officer's there. You, you, you're parking warden or whatever, and he's like. Hold on, you're just going to have to give me a moment, and then they disappear. If they're not back in 90 seconds, off you go. Off you go. Mercy, mercy, a moment. They're not back in 90 seconds. You're late. I'm gone. See what I'm trying to say? You can start using it to your own. McDonald's, do you mind just going to park in Bay 1 for a moment, please? I'll bring your food out. If it's not out within a minute and a half, make a complaint. Get some free have food. Have a word. Have there a word. Go. So that's longer than I thought it would be, to be honest, because there's the fact of like a jiffy is 0.14 of a second or some some nonsense like that. Like I, I th- yeah. 90 seconds I thought was quite long for a moment. And it brings us around yeah. to a, 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 a topic which, I mean, always grates on me, and that is timekeeping. People's ability to keep time. Out of us three, here's, here's my views on our ability to keep time. I am always incredibly punctual. The, the only thing Absolutely I will, will brag around about is, no. is yeah, no. big time, big no. time. I'm always here. I'm always here on time no. for recording. No, you're not. I am. You just don't let me in. I am one of the one of the only things I brag about is my punctuality. I reckon Mark is very fastidious with the time as well because he's very fastidious about everything. Just uh, love being fastidious. Um, word. I don't. I don't reckon. Con, I love you. I, I don't reckon you you care about. I reckon you you are a late comer to things. If someone says, "Oh, we'll meet down the pub at half nine, you'll be oh, half nine, ten, something around that time. People can wait on me. Do you know what? No, no, no. Do you know what? I'll, I'll answer this question. I'm when it comes to plans, I'm on time. That's the one because it really bugs me. So when it comes to plans, I find it really rude when people are late. So I am always on time for plans. But when it comes to like work related things and like calendars and planning out your days, you're diabolical. I mean, look at the other day we was meant to be recording and I'm down the grocery store. Like it's just like I'm very bad at that. But if it comes to like birthdays or like meetings with friends or whatever, then yeah, I'm, I'm on time for that because that really bugs me. I find it so rude when people like rock up like an hour later to a party and it's like fashionably late. It annoys me. But work, yeah, I'm diabolical. If I've got like an interview at 
But the other day I done an interview. Surely it should for be work. the other way around. I know, I know. The other day I done an interview for work, and the, the the artist that I was interviewing, big name, was on the Zoom link before I was. She had to let me enter. Oh yeah, I know. It's, it's bad. It's bad ways. It's not ideal, is it? It's not no. ideal. But but I you do, know, when you was good, thing. when you was good looking at this, when you was good looking as this, then you, you, you get away with these things, you know. I do the thing where I'm I am pretty fastidious about being on time. I'm like, right, okay. I know, for example, I know we've got Baffle recording at two. So at five to two, it's in my head. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Then I get distracted. And next thing I know, it's five past two. And I have, I've been so, I'm like, well, I'm going to be on time. I'm on time. I'm ready. And then I'll just get distracted and then suddenly realize, oh yeah, it's meant to do Baffled. I just forget about it in the last yeah. five minutes leading up to. The thing is with me, it's like the time thing is prep as well. So like I'll come on to Baffled. Say we were recording Baffled at two. I'll get on to the computer and everything at two. But of course, I've got to connect my AirPods. I've got to load up the recording. I've got to make sure the mic works. I need to be doing that at like five to two so that I'm ready for two. Whereas I start at two and then I'm not ready till five past two. So therefore, I'm technically late. I, I lost wind of that, I'll be honest. <laughs> amongst, all the, amongst all the twos, <laughs> there was a lot of two chat there. And I, can't, I lost myself. Um, all of our listeners just suddenly switched off for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can come back now. We're charging you. Right, Mark, time for your last fact of the show. Okay, I've had two facts, which are, you know, big hitters. They've had big information. This one, very simple. The German word Kummerspeck means weight gained from emotional eating. Right, I think, very good. Very good. I think we need a slight rule that we can't use words in foreign languages facts on this show because, you know, we, I mean, or we do a special, you know, and we save ourselves time and we just do a full special of the nuts words that they come up with in, in Danish and Scandinavian and, and German and all of that lot. And so what was it? Weight gain from emotional eating. Yeah, Kummerspec. So Kummerspec doesn't have a translation in English. It literally translates to either grief bacon or sorrow fat. Great, there you go. How is it used in a sentence? Like, is it a verb? Is it, is it an adjective? A noun? Uh, it, it's, a, it's a verb. It's a, I come a speck, you come a speck, we all come a speck. You know, it's... it's it... We have to wait half an hour out of the recording to get something like that. I think, I think the, you know, the, the, the entrance here should have been... Do you know what the German word is for grief bacon? Then you, I would have been all over it. I would have been strapped in, Mark, ready to go. Yeah, but but yeah, Dan, I know what you mean because there are probably so many nonsense words that sound hilarious. But I think what what is good about this fact and why it's worthy of a baffled fact and our nine facts per episode is because of what the German word is the meaning for. The fact that there is a German word for eating for feeling is. Pretty good. I mean, we haven't got that for. What do we call that? In, what do we call that in Britain? But that's Depressed. the point. That's the Saturday. point. That's, yeah, that's sad. The, Saturday. That's the point. That's my my argument here is the, the Scandinavians and the Germans they always have ridiculous words for emotions that you will never feel in in English, and that's what we should cut out. I love the fact, but I think we need some form of you know just to save every week us being like, hey, do you know what? Kaiserflaffenhafen means in Danish. It means when you, your big toe's too big and it hurts your foot and everyone cries. I'm like, who cares? I think we can be the start of the revolution to get Kummerspec into the English language as a normal word. It's about way up to the weekend, mate. Oh, you know, it's a bit of Kummerspec. I think that we should I'm gonna be... I'm going to be honest with you. Sounds a bit disgusting, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it does, it, doesn't it? it, it, yeah. it, it I'll be it honest, gets... now, I, now I've floated the idea. Yeah. I'm not so on board with it. Say, say it one more time, Mark. Kummerspec. I may be saying it wrong. It's spelled K-U-M-M-E-R... S P E C K. Cool, must be. It sounds like something you'd say 
you know, I'm going to throw it out there because I'm, you know, I'm the I'm the people's person. We're all thinking it. When you have mate, like you know, come a spec, mate. Like I'm I'm gonna, and it's like maybe a. All of that just got bleeped out. <laughs> it sounds it sounds like it sounds like what someone would search on the internet right after they were searching about um, manky elephant feet from earlier on, wouldn't it? Really, that's kind of we're on that line of things. Right, last fact of the show, uh, nice and quick one. This is good, but I don't, I, I don't know if you'll kind of instantly get how good it is. So do you remember the film The Passion of the Christ? I remember that film, yeah, with Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson film about the Easter period, and, and it was a very, very controversial film because they were showing Jesus on screen. It was very gory, very bloody. The actor who played uh, Jesus in the film uh, was struck by lightning. There was quite a few horrible accents in that in that film. One of them, the actor, a guy called Jim Cavaziel, Cavaziel, Cavaziel. Jim, you know who you are if you're listening. You, you were struck you by know, lightning. Jim. We all know Jim. Jim, we all know Jim yeah. Jim's not a very Hollywood name, is it? That's maybe why I've not heard no. of him since. Uh, he was struck by lightning when he was playing Jesus, as if the Lord Almighty Himself did not want the film to be made again i'm available for all of your corporate buildings yeah any any that i mean that is enough if he like if he wasn't a believer before he is absolutely a believer now and he is apologizing for everything he does in life and he is scared yeah 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 he's on edge if i knew i would stay alive i'd like to be struck by lightning i don't think i'd agree why because what one I want I want to experience the sensation two I just think it's quite a cool thing to tell people like imagine being at a party oh you know or you go for a job interview oh tell us an interesting fact about yourself was once struck by lightning pal I'm here today suck it I mean there's there's nothing stopping you from telling people that anyway Dan Dan talking like I don't know like Roadman would be the best you know like mate, <laughs> turning around like yeah suck it I'd be like mate this kid just told me to suck it look at him look at his barnet. I seem to remember there was a, a York Minster, big cathedral up in York. I seem to remember that was struck by lightning when I, I think uh, like the vicar or something, I might be getting this horribly wrong, but the vicar kind of came out on Easter Day and kind of beckoned the Lord, kind of, you, you know, took the Lord's name in vain and bam, the lightning strikes the minster almost at that moment. Aren't you more, you're more likely to like win the lottery than you are to get struck by lightning, like is very, very, very small chances, isn't there? And if, if I you chose like... one, I probably wouldn't choose getting struck by lightning. Right, that is it for this week's Baffled. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, keep your eyes peeled on at Baffled Pod over on Insta. Have your say on the inaugural Baffled Awards. I think we need a good name for it. You know, like you get the Logies over in Australia for something, the Grammys, the Tonys, the Baffled Podcast Awards 2021. Like we need a nice catchy name. Like a Why first don't we name. just like combine the words baffled and awards? Like no, no, no. I've got it. Bads. The bads. No. no. Why don't we just call it baffed? Sounds sounds like something that would happen after you've been cumspecked. I think. Um, so baffed. yeah, I'm baffed. Keep your eyes peeled at Baffled Pod for that. Let us know what you think. Uh, we will put things up there that you can vote on. I don't know. This is not really my ball game, I'll be honest. This is more Mark still. Fastidious Mark is taking care of that, obviously. Also, while you're on socials, follow us on TikTok. We are giving you a fact a day, each taking it in turns. Uh, that is good fun. And you can always email us, infobaffledpod.com. I'm just waiting for Mark to come in and be like, yes, and the terms and conditions for being part of the Baffled Wars. I'm more confused what you... I'm more confused what you're doing. While Dan's doing all this admin stuff, Connor's just lifting his jumper up, looking down, and I can only see from, like, 
boob level down. Oh, so mate. I have no idea what you're looking at, but it doesn't look great. Do you know what I found myself doing recently? I've got a nipple hair caught in my jumper. Do you know what I found myself doing recently like, out in public? Um, like looking in my belly button for fluff. Like I found myself doing it, I was sat somewhere around people and I was just like there going, like, what am I doing? What am I and doing? people say the pandemic has affected our social skills. We'll prove them wrong, I say. Honest, I caught myself doing that the other day and I thought, My, mate, you need to check yourself here. Um, I, f- for those who are interested, I have a very deep and very fluffy belly button. Um, yeah, and send us an email, info at BafflePod, and we will see you next week. What have we learned this week? Well, they're putting some poor polar bears in proper jail in Canada. Uh, also, I would absolutely be the front man of the baffled girl group, and I would probably do 95% of the work, of course. Uh, and also, finally, if your Google search history is come a speck in elephant feet, uh, we need to have a word. Maybe you should find other fat podcasts. We will see you next week for the inaugural... BAFT Awards the BAFT World Podcast Awards we'll figure it out see you next week um, subscribe and we'll see you then say goodbye Mark goodbye say goodbye Connor see you later uh, and I will see you then too goodbye hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.